him, bro. <laughs> there's so much. The foam things are nice, but there's so much cat hair gets all over them. That's what I was I was wondering about Bub's last episode. She kept like picking at it. Yeah, I was, I was picking at it too. Done. Or it's funny. I just was looking at my Facebook marketplace people who are uh, selling the dirt bike out there. I know. Yeah, that makes yeah, me I know. So it sucks. Sad. It sucks. I know. I have to though. And uh, <laughs> the people I had lined up before I went on vacation, they like all bought dirt bikes while I was on vacation, and then they proceeded to message me what they bought, and they sent me pictures. All of them? How and many just, people? Just one guy. I okay, want, okay, I want okay. to check out this guy, though. Yeah. He is, he is something else. <laughs> check out. I, I said, I, we were setting up at a point. I was like, getting back tomorrow around noon. And then he, he wrote me he wrote me a bunch of crap about he bought a KTM instead. Oh, wow. He says, oh, you'll go post that. You'll get 4K out of it. And then he sends me the pictures of That's the, so of the bike he bought, which is bizarre. And then, But look at this guy. We'll have to throw him up for the viewers. Oh, Shay. Shay. Crow. Oh. The look you have when the dude's like going through filters like crazy. There's a crazy one on here of him shirtless. <laughs> like That's he is, so weird. He's got the Let's Go Brandon shirt. He's like creepy. Like yeah, like that, that one's him. not super creepy because no, he's not normal. he's not taking of it the picture himself. There's a there's let me see if I can find it. Yeah, it's in his featured. I remember this. Because I was looking at him. Maybe it never mind. He's got a lot of pictures. He does. He's got a lot. Of, there it is. Oh, oh. Yeah, that's like, I was like, I'm kind of glad I didn't meet up with this guy. Like Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, it's just him in the, in the, <laughs> in the mirror. Him in the mirror flexing, but mm-hmm. you can't see his face or his hands. I love his profile picture, too. <laughs> <laughs> It's like every dude over 50 yeah. just has that. Like, oh, time to get a profile picture. I'm going to snap a picture of my head. <laughs> and I assume those, that's his header. I assume those are his children Yeah, on the bike. It must be. I really hope they never see his, his shirtless get picture. his Facebook account. Oh, he got flagged for false information. Oh. Oh, that's that not, sucks. Not good. Not good. <laughs> Americans are dreamers too. President Donald Trump. <laughs> this guy's crazy. He's had a lot of different pictures He's on him. He's one here. of those dirt bike guys, you know. They're just that's it brings people together, really. It brings them together, but it also brings some weird people out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. So do these fox bodies, the Ford Mustang, the Fox bodies. Oh damn! Every weird. I, I've never known a normal person that owns a Fox body. Yeah. Yeah. CBR and a fox buddy. Don't think so, buddy. Yeah, that means he beats his wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't look like he has a wife. If you have a fox body Mustang, that means that you beat your wife. Yeah, <sighs> I agree with that. But they they can be clean. The yeah, fox. I've seen some nice ones. I don't mind the look of them. I don't mind the look either. But it's kind of just like what it what it means to have one of those. It's kind of weird. I don't really trust people with Fox Body Mustangs. What about the jacked up, like, F-150s? What what kind of stereotype do you see for them? It depends. It depends. 
there's two different types of jacked up F-150s. There's like an old truck, but it's not like cool old. It's mm-hmm. just old. It's like early, you know, early 2000s. Like maybe it's like a 2004. Mm-hmm. And it's jacked up with like a cheap lift kit on like cheap wheels and tires. And it so it's just like jacked up just for the sake of being jacked up. It's not like a mm-hmm. build. No. That means that they are mentally insane. <laughs> like you don't know what to expect. <laughs> They they want to get in fights. They're at bar fights. They and drive. That's a retarded person. They drive that thing drunk all the time. What about, ne- what about 2010 and newer? So 2010 and newer, what you find is those like 22 inch chrome snowflake rims. Yeah, we got a couple of them the, next to our place. Yep, and those little rubber band tires on them, and it means that you're either a you're you're like one of those poser country guys. Mm-hmm. Where you think that you're so country, but you're just not at all. You're not. You and work in construction. You work. Maybe you work in construction, but as like a project manager. Mm-hmm. Like you don't. Mm-hmm. You don't actually really get your hands that dirty. Yeah. You yeah, sit I, in I the air conditioned yeah. trailer at the job site, and you're just telling the like Hispanics what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'll be honest. I just thought about. It. I've never thought about what those guys do for work. I never see them working. No, they're they're called mall crawlers because they don't actually take them off road. Because you can't, you hit yeah. a pothole, you ruin your thirteen hundred dollar wheel. But there's a perfect little sweet spot of those lifted trucks where they're they're like actually done right. It's like fifty percent, you know, suspension. It's like real suspension lift, mm-hmm. and it's got like big, expensive, meaty tires on these like little. It's like steel mm-hmm. wheels and and that thing is just like can go anywhere and it's some dude who just is actually like a real you, person you, who's just you into don't see that like here very that rarely and it especially in the truck world yeah no shot it's no. like if people are doing that they're on their their jeep i see a lot of jeeps like that and like forerunners yeah but net like <laughs> the truck community is just so botched here because if you just lift a truck with with like a cheap lift it's not any more capable it can't do anything it's actually just you know you can't do as much because <laughs> you, you can't go around turns anymore and you can't like but if you do it right it's super expensive and it's a lot of work but it mm-hmm. turns into this crazy machine and every once in a while you see them and those are just like the normal people but most of them are either that like really it's just the difference is is uh like poor versus rich redneck. Yeah. Which one are you? I like what they do on the West Coast with the pre-runner builds. Yes. Those they are, take like a smaller truck yep. and then invest all the money into the suspension. Suspension and frame. And yep. they're like, they're usually two-wheel drive. And they've mm-hmm. got like this giant trailing arm rear suspension and like crazy suspension up front. Mm-hmm. And they're like just fiberglass bodies. They're, they're, they're so sick. cool. They're sick and they can go anywhere. And they can go like ninety miles an hour through dunes There's and sand, like bumps yeah. and sand and stuff. Yeah, yeah, those trucks are rad. But they are. My buddy on the west coast was telling me his buddy put like forty k into his oh. into his Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, forty k into a Ranger. It's money though. It is crazy modifying vehicles because I'm I've started going down a rabbit hole of modifying my motorcycle little bit and it's very expensive to to do like anything 
like like just relatively if you're modifying a car you're making it do something that it you know didn't normally do lowering it lifting it Mm -hmm. changing how it handles changing how it rides like any of that it's going to be really expensive to do and it doesn't add almost any value to the car Mm -hmm. sometimes it takes away value (laughs) i wonder wonder what like the engineers of these cars are like the ones who actually create it they're like okay we we make it this height because it's got this amount of aerodynamics and yeah. we're going to build the frame so it works with the aerodynamics really well. <laughs> like, like, I can put the big tire on it. Put a 13-inch lift on it. <laughs> they're like, the, the harmonics of these wheels will work really well with the harmonics of the suspension. This is going to be the perfect, most smooth ride you can possibly get. <laughs> Bigger wheels! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the wheels are just rubbing on the inside of the car. Make it taller. Make it taller. Bigger, bigger truck. Bigger truck. <laughs> and these engineers are just rolling over. <laughs> They're so sad. I like, can imagine that. They worked just years, like, apprenticing, designing stuff, and they finally got to, like, be de- a designer for Ford. They're designing the suspension of the <laughs> modern F-150, and people are just raping their designs as soon as they get it. They're putting cheap Chinese parts all in the truck that don't work right. They're jacking up an EcoBoost. <laughs> <laughs> That's so hilarious. What do you think of, like, when... Oh, uh, a vi- virus protection? I have a virus. What do you think of when, like, the rich guys put, like, Liberty Walk kits on Adventadors or that like doing crazy stuff to crazy cars modifying hypercars or <laughs> modifying <laughs> what <laughs> we need to run that back we need to clip it <laughs> clip it put it on the freaking <laughs> what the frick was that <laughs> i'm not sure what that was oh yes yeah so modifying the supercars (laughs) is crazy because it's it's like you already spent that much money on a car which means that you've got a lot of money Mm -hmm. and then to be like yeah i'm gonna mod it out is kind of crazy to do yeah it is crazy i don't know if it i always come to like a fork in the road when i think about this like if i were to buy something crazy but i had unlimited money would i mod it out or whatever but i'm like i don't know like they're so crisp off the factory line they're very crisp but i i saw a liberty walk ferrari the other day that looked so good really but if i got like a porsche i would i would not if i got a if i got a hot like a supercar that was like german i don't think i could because they're so precision and precision tuned mm-hmm. for like the racetrack yeah you can't take but you buy like one of those porsche like 911 gt3s they already look so good i mean so do the ferraris but the ferrari is kind you of more up. i mean i guess the ferrari is kind of like a race inspired car but it also just seems like kind of like a flex mm-hmm. so does the especially the aventador like the lamborghinis always seem to me like the most flex like yeah they're kind of like hype beast cars they're more like an art form than a car they're like more design and art focused than car focused well, even though they are every rich kid wants a lambo yeah like they're not like i want a 911 turbo or whatever <laughs> but daddy i want a lambo truck 
Please give me a Lambo. Dang, I saw one of those kids downtown Raleigh one time. Really? And I had to really, I had to control my emotions because I got such like, my first emotion was like, just to like, tear him apart. And yeah. I'm like, wait, what if you like did something for that? I don't know. Yeah, it was like, so weird because it was a, it? definitely was a college student driving like a Huracan. Damn. And I just, uh, I didn't know how to think. I didn't know what to do. Yeah, that like is... my first my my gut reaction was like that kid's an idiot, man. I hate that kid. It's crazy though, because that's all. It's it's the perspective, that wealth perspective thing. Like, even just sitting here, like in air conditioning, we're still in the like top mm-hmm. echelons of society. Top one percent, baby. We really like of of all the world, we're way up there. People are like, you get a car when you're sixteen. Like traditionally, an mm-hmm. American, you know, they. A lot of people get cars when they're 16, even if it's like a, you know, thousand dollar Honda Civic that barely runs. Yep. Like it's it's theirs or it's theirs and they share it with a sibling even still. It's like you get that alone is crazy. Mine was a Cherokee, but I had to pay for it. But it was 650 bucks. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. It's not too bad. Ran on five out of six cylinders for like. 30,000 miles though which is kind of crazy that is crazy <laughs> yeah i wish you would have like heard it before it exploded and i put a new engine in it it was crazy it sounded like a diesel almost that is cool and it just ran that's weird yeah that it ran for like two years we were just talking i was just talking to my brother he's working on his his girlfriend has a wrangler i think it's like yeah yeah i've seen it i've seen it Uh i don't know what year it is but it's not new and it has like the four-wheel drive is like the transfer case is busted out or the it's missing a front dip uh drive shaft or something it's only two-wheel drive yeah and uh it always makes this like awful sound when you go over bumps and stuff (laughs) and we just never knew what it was and he said he was riding his motorcycle behind her driving it yeah and he was watching, like, one of the shocks was just moving, like, so wrong. Like, it was not, it wasn't compressing. It was just, like, yeah. going up. <laughs> and so he looked under it, and there was, like, a broken bracket. And the shock has just been coming up through the bottom of the car. <laughs> oh, my God. Just, just, like, going through the floorboard and just coming up into the car, poking into the car and coming back down. Nobody knew? No. That car is just a piece of work, though, all around. It sucks. Like, there's so many issues with it. Frick. It just, it gets like, but it's just that Jeep thing. And we were even talking about that. Like, <laughs> you get, like, that that Jeep's probably worth, like, a bunch of money still. Yeah. And it's busted up state. It's just so, they're so easy to work on. It's crazy. I drove my uncle's Wrangler while I was in Texas. Yeah. I just love it so much. It's just so the Jeeps are so much different than every other car on the market that it's just like, ah, there's something about them. It's a Jeep thing. It's a Jeep thing. <laughs> I like the the Cherokees. I think if I were going to do a, a Jeep build, I would start with the Cherokee platform. I would probably do like a, a 80s or 90s uh, Wrangler. Yeah. I think those are super sweet. They are. I think they're like the CJ7 or whatever. I think that's what my grandpa had. He had one of the yellow ones. You know, mm. all those, they're yeah. all like, most of them were yellow for whatever reason. They're just so cool. Eventually, I want my daily driver to be, I mean, I, I need a truck, but also I'd like 
some sort of nice Wrangler. Huh. Not not a like a I want a two door. Yeah. Hard top because the newer ones, not super new, but in the past twenty years they do the hard top where you can take it off. Uh huh. You don't have to soft top it. I like the hard top. Like yeah, exa- like exactly what you said. The mm-hmm. hard tops that come off because the soft tops look like junk. After a yeah, little they bit. do, and they perform like junk. Like they don't actually <laughs> like do anything. I like the bra tops where you take the um, like you take all the top off, and uh, it just kind of like stretches over the the like roof rails or whatever. And it's not a real full top. It's just uh-huh. for driving around, like in like the summer, where it gives you a little bit of shade, but oh, it's still okay. like all open. They made those for the Miatas. There's like a little, just like you're kind of in under a top. But yeah, not but really. not really. I tell you, that sounds like so much fun. Being at the beach in a jeep with the top off, just pulling up onto the beach and even being at out. the jeep or at the beach in the Cherokee was fun. Yeah, and that wasn't a drop top. It was just like, could can this thing make it? Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing about the jeep. It's always fun because you don't know yeah. what's gonna happen next. That was like. The Miata felt like that because it was it was making way too much power and it was so small and so hot like it just it ran hot anyway and then if it was you know summer I couldn't keep the top up cuz the AC would overheat the car mm-hmm. so I'd have to put it down and then it was just you were baking like broiling in this car <laughs> We drove all the way to New Jersey in July I remember when you did that. And we were drinking, we were just like pounding waters. <laughs> so much water, and we did not pee once the whole trip. But it was so much fun. And I don't think I would have sold that car if I hadn't had that trip under my belt. Because it was just, for whatever reason, it was so much fun. Yeah. But I'm still, I still, the most fun I've ever had on the road ever has been on my motorcycle. I agree. The motorcycle is a different fun level. I want to take it all over once it starts to get warm again. Mm-hmm. I got brand new tires on it, and I'm Did ready you? to. Yeah, I went and so I went and on Facebook Marketplace, this guy is like parting out the exact bike that I have. Yeah, and he was like, "Everything's for sale, basically." And it was a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "I, I want to see, I, like, I want to, I need new tires soon, so I'll see what he wants for the wheels and tires." And I was like, oh, "I won't, I won't even. It's probably too much." And then I saw the post up again an, uh, a week or two later. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, what is the, the Harmon asking? I'm just going to ask him because mm-hmm. I was getting closer to needing tires. And I asked him and he said 100 for the wheel and tire, 50 for just the wheel. And I was thinking, that's really like, good. That's not too bad. But then I was like, wait, does he mean for both? And so I messaged him. I was like, so $100 and I'll get both wheels and tires? And he was like, yes. I was like, okay, I'm on my way. They're like brand new tires on these wheels that he had powder coated silver. And they're not, they're a little like dingy, Yeah. but they're still, and they have brand new bearings in them. Like they're, they're just, it was just a really good deal. Are you just going to swap them on? They're already on. I put them on yesterday. So, cause I, I ran through my, my old tire. I got (laughs) got to the, um, to the bands or to the, Did you? Yeah. I haven't even gotten to my bands. Did you, you don't have new tires on your bike yet. Not you? yet. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I tore it tore right through it. I put, like, 6,000 miles on that bike in, like, six months, though. Mm. And, and that your, was your, mile, mostly, your miles are pretty aggressive miles. They are pretty aggressive miles. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I was tearing up the roads the other day. It just, I went to, uh, I went to visit Bubs at school, which that's like that ride out there is just all these twisty back roads. It's great. And it's all like, I was doing like 80 miles an hour the whole way. And I blew, when I was leaving her school, I was some moped dweeb pulled out in front of me on his moped. And we were kind of like going through the 35 mile per hour zone anyway. So I wasn't like, too worried about it because he, yeah. could, he could do that and then once we hit the 55 i was like oh my gosh he's going so slow <laughs> and and he was just like pissing me off because i don't mind people who have like a dwi and they have to ride the moped yeah because they're just you know they're out there getting around and that's their only way to get around whatever <laughs> they messed up whatever <laughs> and but the people who are like i'm gonna be so cool and get a moped those people bother me, and that's yeah, what it felt that's like. That's what he was. That's what it felt like. Yeah. So he's just pissing me off, going right against in front the green. Yeah. And I'm right behind <clears> him, <throat> and I, I have enough room to pass him in the lane, but I just didn't want to deal with that. So mm-hmm. I just wait until I have enough room, and then I just downshift, and I'm at like seven or eight thousand <laughs> thousand RPM, just blast by him, just break oh his God. eardrums. <laughs> And and I just and then I did like I just kept accelerating until I hit like a hundred and turned the corner. And he's oh like, my I god! I just wanted him to feel bad. Yeah, I wanted him to feel upset that he had his moped and and kind of inspire him to go buddy. get a real bike. <laughs> yeah, maybe he was just poor. He can't but, afford. That's all he could afford. He doesn't have a car. Mopeds are just as expensive as like a cheap Honda Shadow. Yeah, you're right. They're expensive. You're right, and They're, he didn't know. Maybe, didn't, Maybe know. he didn't know, but I was just, I just wanted to kind of give him a little bit of, uh, yeah, like a, a shove in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So I blew his eardrums out, <laughs> passed him at eighty. <laughs> I was so shove mad. In the wrong direction. I was so mad. Like, I hate motorcyclists. I hate them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm selling my yeah. moped. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, like I said. I don't mind. Oh. Poor guy. And then on the way, that like I get up to a four-way stop, right? And it's a big intersection for whatever reason. It's just like one of those spaced-out four-way stops. Mm-hmm. And there's no one directly in front of me. There's nobody to the left. But to the right, there's a van. Mm-hmm. And right in front of me is a truck. And the truck starts like waving me around him. And which I, I like when people let me pass when they do it right. But this that's was, a, that's this a was weird, just causing issues. Yeah. So, and he waved me a couple times. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I, I like pull up around him and he's already at the stop line. So I'm past the stop line. And then the van is so confused. They don't even go. And then I'm just waiting and they're not going. And then I start going and they start going. So I have to go around them. It's just, it was so irritating. That's a really that, bizarre situation. And you look in your rear view and the moped guy's like, yeah, <laughs> he's catching up. Yeah. <laughs> Your heart starts to pump. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Why aren't these guys going? Go! <laughs> the moped guy. I could see him in the. I know exactly what you're talking about. It just, I, like I said, I have no problem with a moped and in, in like, but but you're on a 55 mile per hour road on a little bike that is not meant to go that fast and yeah and you can that's true like if you had done it right you could have gotten a motorcycle for that price i'm sure good well you're gonna see me out there on uh on my new 
road bike. On your new road bike? On my new road bike. That's what I went to Texas for, to pick up a... Uh, oh, yeah. I have... Yeah, you're talking about a bicycle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I... Every time I go to work, almost every time, mm-hmm. I go... It's also on kind of like back roads. And there's this one dude. He's like a bigger dude. He's got to be... He's He's got to be like at least six foot and, and like two you know 250 too like, much like he's a big he's a mm-hmm. big guy he's riding his bike for hours every morning every morning he's on his road bike and i i don't have a problem with him because he's, <laughs> he's he's on the like he's already on the kind of like the back roads he's not on the like most populated road in town and and he's cruising around and he's kind of just sticking to his you mm-hmm. know his position in the lane and he's just cool. I, I've I've come to respect him because <laughs> yeah. I'm usually on my my bike you know my motorcycle and he's on his little road bike and we just I pass him all the time yeah. or I'm going the other way and uh, but I get so bothered when the cyclists ride especially when it's like a trafficked time. Oh yeah, on I know. The main like even if it's not a a big road like around here we have roads that are not big roads but they're still the like main motorway they're still the, yeah exactly the way you we have go. like the east south or the yeah. east west north south roads that just everyone is on even yeah. though there, we're kind of like kind of out of the city it's like there's still those roads everyone lives around here so yeah. everyone's gonna be flying down them to get home and and there's just like one or i hate when it's two riding side by side just blocking and there's a whole mm-hmm. line of traffic behind them yeah and they get mad like i don't mind riding a people will ride bicycles on the roads like it's fine i get it it's kind of cool like it's a cool place to ride but i just get so mad when they're on those roads it's like 45 mile per hour speed limit and it's they're just blocking r- traffic. They're yeah. just trying to get where they need to go. Yeah, I know. And it they I feel like they're they're like they feel good about blocking yeah. traffic. Like they, they're getting off to uh-huh. it. I, I I can't stand those guys. I'll tear by some of those people on my on my bike too. But I'm about to be one. Become the just enemy. Just go to the right places at I, the right times. I think my plan right now, if it's if it's nice tomorrow, I'm gonna go drive to the vet you know down our road old stage you go all the way down to 210 and then yeah. there's a vet right there yeah is that building i'm gonna park at the vet yeah and then ride towards the campbell from there yeah those are roads where it kind of makes sense like people can pass around you very mm-hmm. easily yeah and and you're not like causing traffic incidents that's fun it's just it's all about where you are and what time you're there is yeah. what, what gets to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not I'm not here to cause problems. I just want to train. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're going to do a, a dodecahedron. Dodecahedron. April 17th. April 17th. What is it actually? It's a triathlon? It's a triathlon. I'm starting with something small. So it's just like a 1,500-meter uh, swim, which is like, how is that, half a mile? Something like that. That's a ways, though, right? So it's a ways. I mean, it probably take like twenty minutes or something. Okay, swimming is it takes a lot, though. Yeah, so it's like fifteen hundred meter swim, and then it's a thirty mile bike, and then a ten k run. So 
I think the the bike will take like a little bit more than an hour. Probably like hour 15, hour 20. Yeah. And then the run, it'll take like, I don't know, under an hour, probably in the 40 minute range, under 40 minutes. Not under 40 minutes. That would be crazy. <laughs> How far is it? It's a 10K? Yeah, yeah. The runs. So it's kind of like, it's this, it's technically like a sprint triathlon. Yeah. Because they're shorter. Yeah. So I, I just want to do it to like see how it feels like with all the transitioning and stuff. Cause my uncle yeah. was telling me is like, that's kind of the, the most botched part. Cause when you're doing, when you're riding, you're just riding. And then when you're running, you're running, but like getting out of a wetsuit into your cycle gear and then getting out of your cycle gear into running gear is kind of a pain and you got to kind of learn how to do it. Yeah. I could see that. And I just, Especially I want to learn a yeah. wetsuit. Yeah. I want to learn how to do that before I, you know, spend, half a grand on on an iron man ticket is it that expensive i think it's 600 bucks because i guess there's a lot of infrastructure for like handling the bikes there's, and handling yeah, all the gear and i mean they're they're like the the main triathlon yeah or endurance triathlon so they i mean you get a lot of cool stuff too not 600 dollars worth of stuff yeah. but it's like it's a 600 dollars experience for sure as far as like i've heard and my uncle's done two or three. Really? So he's gone back. He's gone back to the... The bike I have has finished a tr- uh, Ironman. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And that bike I have, it won like... It won... So there's a Ironman in Hawaii. That's like the main Ironman. Yeah. World's best Ironmaners go to this one. You have to qualify. You have to make like a certain time to get it. Wow. And all the the athletes go out to this place, Kona, Hawaii. Uh-huh. to do it and in 2009 i think that's when that bike came out yeah 2009 that bike won it won the won the like world championship really iron man yeah which is pretty cool by with who not your uncle Was no your uncle? no no that i mean that model of bike oh oh, 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 oh. not that exact bike okay okay <laughs> i was gonna say that's amazing <laughs> yeah yeah which is it's kind of cool it's a super nice bike it's it's crazy. It's built like an airplane. It is. It's built like an airplane, and it's so light, and it feels so weird to ride because <laughs> you're so top heavy. It weighs whatever like twenty pounds, and then you sit on it, and like I'm 170 pounds. Yeah. So you're like all the way three way feet up above. There. You're like on a little stick. Yeah. It, it's a really weird feeling, but I I gotta get used to it. Still, they've got some really nice greenways around here too. I know, but it, the thing about it is it just eats up miles. Yeah. I was riding around my uncle's house. Yeah. And, you know, you're like, you can go 10 miles in less, you can go 10 miles in 30 minutes. Yeah. So it's like, because if you're like just pedaling kind of casually in a higher gear, you're going 22, 25 miles an hour. Yeah, that's quick. It's kooky, and it's got the, you saw the lay-down bars on it? Yeah. So you get even faster. You're, like, hunched down over on this mm-hmm. tiny, or, like, it's not small. It's a big, it's a decent-sized bike, but it does. It weighs, like, nothing. It weighs nothing. The, the shoot, the clip-ins are, like, a game-changer. Because you can pull up. Yeah, and once you, I started pulling up, yeah. I was, like, averaging, like, five mile an hour faster, and, like, my quads weren't burning out. It was, it's, like, a weird... 
I gotta, yeah, I gotta practice that for sure. Yeah, because when you're on like regular pedals, all you can do is push down on them. Mm-hmm. But on which the, I've been doing my entire life. Yeah. So that's what you just mash. Uh huh. But now it's like a whole motion with the clip-ins. Yeah, you're you're pulling it up, and you also don't have to worry about keeping like the ball of your foot on the no pedals. It just it's just keeps it's in. there, and you can adjust them too. So your knees are in a different position, and you get more power. But I didn't get it like fitted. I don't think I'm gonna get it fit. I can just watch videos. But how to they do have it. like professional bike fitters. <laughs> yeah, you take your bike, and they they get the seat right because you want your knee to be in a certain position yeah. at the bottom of the pedal stroke to get the most most power and efficiency. Yeah. And then if your gait, they measure your gait, so it's like if you're pronated or over whatever. Oh. They set your clips differently, and it, it's a whole thing. Especially your handlebars, they set. Yeah. It's like. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, those bikes get expensive. I know. You can easily spend like 10k on a bicycle. Yeah. Especially the those those really high-end road bikes and then those really high-end mountain bikes. Mhm. The high-end mountain bikes are built like a dirt bike. They are, yeah. Those are, they're so cool. Yeah. I wish I was super into mountain bike when I bought that K2 that I have. Yeah. I was super into mountain bikes and that was the kind of only one I could afford, but I was like watching videos of these guys, they had the Oh, the giant i've always wanted one of those giants with the freaking uh, fox shocks in yeah. the front that have like nine inches of travel it's crazy yeah it's like they can go over stuff and take landings like a literally like a dirt bike like a dirt bike and sometimes it's even almost better than a dirt bike yeah because they're lighter it's so crazy watching them just tear around the downhill like the downhill stuff is the, the craziest to me where they're just like tearing through the woods on oh a bicycle. i know and it just looks like they're crashing the whole time but they don't crash and they're just like you just get like one of those fixed shots where it just like is on a turn and you just see like guys just yeah absolute, they're doing like 40 miles an <laughs> yeah. hour through these like dirt turns in oh, the middle it's of the woods so satisfying some of those, those huge, crashes are huge bur- yeah if you, cr- you crash you're dead you're like it's, <laughs> it's done you, like it's done i have always wanted to go to that uh, you know Whistler Park in yeah. Canada? No. It's like the mecca of mountain biking. Okay. I've always want, I'm not really that great at mountain biking, but I've always wanted to, to go there because they have like, you start at the top of this just giant mountain and we got so many nice runs. Oh my God. That's cool. Well, the place we went skiing has, uh, it does, it's mountain biking in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. I saw going up the like lifts. Uh-huh. The you can see the the mountain bike berms and everything the jumps. They should do something like that with the skis. A berm feels pretty nice on skis. A berm on skis would be cool. I'm so sad I missed the skiing trip. I know cause there was one there was one run that it had a big like slope and every time I would go down this run I would ride the slope and I'd yeah. get kind of sideways and then it would just end and you would just kind of jump off. That's cool. And it was pretty rad. It's not as exciting as like I make it sound, but it felt exciting to me because I'm pretty new to skiing. <laughs> yeah, the last time I went skiing, like I was kind of just falling down the mountain the whole time, but it was fun. I almost died that's a couple what, times. That's but. what it is. Oh, my God. And the snowboarders, I got to say, I got to say, I got a little rant. Freaking snowboarders are, I'm not even saying this because I'm a skier. They're menaces. They're menaces to the hill. It doesn't even make sense no. what they do. It's like 
I was going down this huge run, whatever. It was a, yeah. it was like a blue run. It wasn't anything crazy. Yeah. But I'm, for some reason, I like, I just like to go fast. Uh-huh. That's all I like to do. Yeah. And so I'm like flying down like maybe 30 miles an hour, and I come over this crest of the hill, and like six snowboarders are just sitting, in a circle <laughs> listening to music on their JBL. I'm like, like 15 feet away from them. I'm going 30 yeah. miles an hour. Yeah. I immediately like have to cut over uh-huh. and i just freaking nuke this other skier yeah and i go flying 100 yards <laughs> he's like are you good i'm like yeah i'm good what are these guys doing yeah that happened on multiple occasions where <laughs> there was just so many accidents because the snowboarders just like drop trowel in the middle of the <laughs> run makes no sense the thing that that i noticed when i was there is that the all of the like if you wanted to like rank everybody on the mountain by skill, mm-hmm. it's like all, almost all of the snowboarders and then the beginner skiers. And then there's a bigger range of like skill level of skiers. Yeah. All the snowboarders, almost all of them are at the bottom. And then at the very top are like three snowboarders. There's three really good snowboarders. And they're like the best people on the whole mountain. Yep. They're doing like, like watching them go down like the black diamond. They're doing like a jump and skipping half the thing they're doing like 80 it's crazy and then but (laughs) but all of the like most of them like are just five thousand of them and every single one of them that gets off the lift falls falls yep and then they just fly into people including you know ray was snowboarding that go around Uh uh-huh i rode the lift with her one time and she's like i was like have you fallen yet she's like no i actually haven't i'm like okay i'm just gonna scoot over just to make sure she freaking comes right into me, yeah. <laughs> and like I fall, and her board flips up sideways, <laughs> and I fall with my forearm like oh. and my bone like caught all my weight, <laughs> and I had this huge bruise there for like a couple weeks. It was brutal, but yeah, that's just snowboarders in a nutshell. They just they want to hurt you. They want to cause damage. They want to end your day. Dude, there's so many people getting wheeled out on stretchers. I know, it's weird. <laughs> and you got those, the, the, they're skiing with the stretcher and like blowing the whistle. It's yeah. so eerie to watch. Mm. And yeah. the people are just like, look dead. Every yep. single one of them looks dead. And then we go down and we go back up the gondola or the chairlift. And then we go back down until it's our turn to be wheeled off. I nearly passed on that tr- the trip <laughs> that I went on. I was like so close, so close. <laughs> To dying once when I almost hit the the giant pillar. It was like yeah. I was maybe three feet from it. They should probably put some like cushion on that one. They put like the safety fence out and I went right through it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like it was nothing. <laughs> it's funny. They put a guardrail and you just blow right through it. Blow through it. Have you seen that that there's this guy who his daughter died? in a car accident um, because of a guardrail that was put in backwards. Yeah, I and did, and he's going around. He goes around all over like the country just inspecting guardrails. And, and yeah. he's like, he's like, this one's backwards, and that one over there is backwards. This tether needs to be that yeah. way, not this way. And literally, it either guides you along the side of the thing, mm-hmm. or it murders you yeah. if it's backwards. And so that's and what happened to his his daughter. So instead of like just 
I don't know. He's like taking the most wholesome approach to grieving I've ever seen. That, that's weird. That's that's still in my mind because I saw one video of that guy like two months ago. Yeah, but that's it was. It's a powerful. The, like the videos are powerful because it's it's like it's just a. I don't know. It, that that seems like such a hard thing to go through is like the loss of a of a, you mm-hmm. know, a family member, and then to see somebody really handling it that way is just so, like kind of i don't know inspiring in a weird way yeah yeah it is yeah he's a guy's yeah, a trooper <laughs> yeah that, that's for sure but uh i feel like i've only watched one of the videos but these guys who set up the guardrails don't really know what they're doing no it seems like they don't there's the, he's finding them like all over the place yeah like in the video i watched he had like Maybe three or four guardrails, and they were all wrong. And they were all in the same area. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, this one, you see what? He was explaining why I was wrong, and then he just pans over, and he's like, that one's wrong, and that one's wrong over there. I hope he's getting paid to do that. I hope someone's paying him. Yeah. Because that would suck. <laughs> that would suck that, to not that get paid. That would suck to not be making money. <laughs> I mean, driving all over the freaking place, and then now you're saving right. people's lives. And the the people who are supposed to get it done and just are getting paid for not doing it right. I've always thought if I was if I was like infinitely rich, I would put together a pickup truck that was just made for just helping people change tires and fix cars and stuff. Have a mm-hmm. bunch of tools and stuff, and just drive up and down the highway. Like if I like if I was bored, because I'd love to like build out a custom truck for that. Would yeah. be so cool, and then just. Cause I, I mean, I, I see people on the side of the road sometimes and I'm like, ah, I wish I, I don't have anything to help. Yeah. And they're getting their thing handled. And it's like, so I don't really, not really prepared to do anything. I did change a, a random girl's tire on the side of the highway before. And it was the most ridiculous situation because that was when I first started dating bubs and she was with she was with her friend or whatever and she sent me a snapchat and she had like black mark on her hand i was Mm -hmm. like that looks like she's changing a tire yeah and then i i like realized where she was somehow and i i realized she's on the side of the road and so i like she's really close to my apartment so i just drove over there and i pull in behind there's two cars stopped Mm -hmm. their car another car and then I stop behind that other car and I walk over to them and she's changing the tires. She's like, she's fine. She's got it handled. Mm-hmm. And, but behind her is a, this other girl who just is a mess trying to, she's freaking out like her tires out. Yeah. So I change, I change the tire on her car. So Bubs is changing her. She's own changing tire. her own tire. She's got it handled, but the girl behind her doesn't. So I'm changing the other girl's tire well bubs is changing her own tire and then we get them both sorted they just both leave and i'm like that was so weird and the girl's like she's like digging through her car it's kind of dirty trying to find money and she's like i I have some money for you and she pulls out a 20 and i'm like that's all you're gonna get (laughs) (laughs) that's it no i'm like there's no way i'm taking your money for that it took me like three minutes and you look like you need it. <laughs> I was like, just, just drive to the tire shop and get your tire fixed. It was Buzz mad. No, she was like, why did you come out here? Yeah. 
I'm like, I don't know. I thought you were two girls changing tires. So funny. And I couldn't believe she was stopped right behind her. It was just it was just an interesting That's really weird situation. (laughs) Why'd you come out here? Yeah, Bubs would have changed it. Yeah, she would have. Yeah. She would have changed it afterwards. It's so funny. But I didn't know that she could handle that like that yet. I just didn't yeah. I didn't know that yet. See, that should be that should also be like a mandatory class in high school, changing or middle school attire. Yeah, yeah, because everyone does it at some point. Yeah, just it takes one day to do that class. One day instead of lecturing someone about some stupid president or something. Yeah. The other thing that would help is if like we got reminders every once in a while to fill up our spare tires. Yeah, because yeah. I've filled up my spare tire like three times ever, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm in the like the minority of people who have actually You're ever filled it. I've never filled a spare. I mean, I, on my Jeep, I had a full size spare that I kept good, but I've got a full size spare under like under my pickup truck. Yeah, that you like crank down, mm-hmm. and I fill it up every once in a while when I think about it. But it's and all those people with those tiny donut spares. Those fill up to like crazy high pressure, and if you mm-hmm. don't have that, you're just gonna blow that one too. Yeah, nobody nobody fills up their spare tire. That's true. I don't. Until you need it, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope this thing has air in it. Good thing I I always got people on call. Yeah, that's also a plus. It's stressful when you have to pull over, and and it's like something's wrong, and you're far from home. Yeah, that yeah. that sucks. I've done that a few times. Yeah, I think oh, where was that? Oh, that was in Missouri. That was the furthest I've been from home, and something like <laughs> catastrophic. That was when your distributor. <laughs> yeah, uh huh. Working. That's yeah. Weren't you on the side of the road for like hours? Yeah, I think it was a uh, eighteen hours. Dang, eighteen hours till I got it fixed because it ended up like. I always carry that little code reader with me. Yeah. And it popped a code when it started doing stuff. It sounded, again, like a diesel engine. Yeah. And I pulled over, and we were in the middle of nowhere, Missouri. And it, we actually, like, crawled it into a gas station. <laughs> and uh, the code reader was reading um, some sort of sensor. Oh, I forgot what it was called. Some sort of sensor. It said the sensor was bad. Yeah. So we were like, okay, we need to get this part. So we had... Our friend, uh, we had three friends and uh, or three people in the car. Yeah. And we had one, Graham, you know him. Mm-hmm. He ran to the closest town, which was five miles down the freeway. <laughs> he got the part, ran back. So he had a little clean 10-mile run. Yeah. And uh, got back, and I threw the new part in and fired it up. Didn't work. I was like, oh, God, this is terrible. So I, I called a guy that. Knows a lot about Jeeps. Yeah. Brad. And uh, I asked him, and he's like, oh, I, I don't really know. And um, he's like, inspect the coil pack or whatever. So I took the coil pack off and was like looking at everything, make sure it was good. It was all good. And then I, I forgot. I went online. I must have went online. And someone said like similar symptoms was a distributor issue. Yeah. I was like, what the frick is a distributor? <laughs> And then, like, right after I learned about what it was, some freaking dude pulls in. He's like, hey, I work at an auto parts store. You guys need help? I'm like, yeah. We'd been sitting there for, like, 
don't know, eight hours. Yeah. I was like, yeah, we actually do. I need I need a part, and I, I don't know where to get it. He's like, all the auto parts stores were closed. It was like night. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, oh, I actually have the key to my uh, auto parts store. I'll, I'll go run and get it for you. I'll be back in about an hour. <laughs> I was like, what the <laughs> frick? And so he was back in like an hour and 15, hour yeah. 20. He gave me the part, and uh, the hard thing about it was, did he leave? I think the guy, yeah, the guy left. He's like, oh, have a good, have a good day. He was an angel uh, sent by God himself. Yeah. That's I can't so even, weird. I can't even believe that. But I put the part in. It didn't, it sounded the same as when I uh, had the old one in there. So I was like, what is going on? And then I realized you have to line up the, uh, yeah. the whatever, the timing. The, the timing. So I think that took about five or six tries yeah because you had to line up the timing with no tool with no tool and all i had was on the distributor there's a little tiny line yeah on the like the the gear that goes in Uh uh-huh and you have to line the line up with the line down in there yeah so but you can't see it once it starts wrapping (laughs) in so you don't know if it's lined up or not and um and so it took me so the process was you put the distributor in, you take uh, the coil pack off, you have to top dead center the, you have to spin the, the flywheel yeah. to get the piston to top dead center the number one, and then you have to put the coil pack back on and then try it. <laughs> and that was, I think, six or seven times I had to do that. I think it was about... It took th- maybe 35 minutes to try, and I finally got it. It was like, uh, I think I had been working all night, and I think it was like 6.20 in the morning or something. Oh. It fired up. During the night, too, it was like, it started raining like pretty, yeah. pretty hard, yeah. and so I was just like, whatever, and I put a tarp over everything, and I was like just under the tarp, like oh. just wrenching. Yeah, it was like... After he brought us the distributor, it was like probably 10 hours of just like <laughs> just getting after it. At one point, I went in. It was kind of like a truck stop, and I went in and like took a shower, like cleared my mind, <laughs> and came back out. I think that was at like 3 in the morning. And then did you just sleep and let somebody else drive? Um, I, I actually drove. <laughs> I drove to where we needed to get to because I didn't want anyone else driving the car yeah because the the it happened when someone else was driving the car oh. and so i'm like i, I need to feel it I yeah need to feel what's yep, going on yep yep i didn't trust anything but yeah that was probably the craziest like away from home breakdown i've ever had that's kind of awesome though when like after the fact that it worked out it's kind of an awesome story oh though. it's so it was so crazy i forget i cried when it fired up and it sounded normal <laughs> it was like such like the endurance of the soul yeah <laughs> like yeah because you know how frustrating it is to work on a car even when you're and at it, home n- yeah and it not work yeah and you're like why isn't it working and then you have to do it over and over and over and over and you're in the middle of nowhere missouri like <sighs> 30 hours from home and yeah that's it you how oh, it's it was such a crazy situation yeah that's not <laughs> and then i drove it to uh 
Colorado, and uh, and my sway bar links broke. So I just took the sway bar out, and we were rolling down the highway, and it was like just roll. it was just rocking back and forth until I uh, we found some auto parts store somewhere, and I got new links. Put those bad boys in. That's the Jeep. That's the Jeep thing. Is that they just break left and right, and, mm-hmm. and you have to be willing to wrench on them. Yeah, they. It's funny because they like they break, but I I can't say they're not reliable. Yeah, because there was never a moment where I'm like, there was never a moment where I was like, I can't go on. I mm-hmm. need to call a tow truck. There, it's always something like small that you have to do yeah it's never like it's like a puzzle those those inline six cylinder engines they just go forever like i said it went thirty thousand miles and one of the cylinders was not moving yeah so or not making any power so <laughs> i don't even know how it did that but it just they just do it the transmissions are fine yeah, that's that's pretty insane. It's just all the all the stuff around the engine and the transmission that you might have to to wrench on. But that's not a big deal. It's not really. It's fun if you like doing that. Yeah. Right now, I'm in like I feel like I was in that spot yesterday where all my transportation or like anything that I own that's a vehicle all needs stuff mm-hmm. like the truck needs the oil change really bad and it needs the when i press the brakes one of them is kind of sticky in the front so it mm-hmm. steers a little bit when you press the brakes <laughs> so <laughs> so that needs to be done like asap and then like my speakers were not working in the truck because they get kind of corroded yeah if i leave them too long and i need to like clean it out really bad inside and out and then the the bike i had ran through the tire so i couldn't ride that either <laughs> and then i that needs the oil change really bad my dirt bike needs attention and so i just felt like overwhelmingly like i need to get on top of this stuff yesterday yeah. so i fixed the bike yesterday which i probably should have fixed the truck first but i was so excited <laughs> about the bike <laughs> so the truck's getting fixed how often this- do you do your oil in the bike I try to do 3,000 miles, but I, I think it's been longer than really? that. Yeah. See, I see some forums say like 3Gs, and then some say like f- every 500 miles. Yeah. So I'm not going to do 500. No. But 3,000, I think, makes sense. And on my bike, it's really important you put in uh, conventional oil because hmm. the synthetic will just like ruin the, the clutch won't work anymore. I put diesel oil in mine. Yeah, diesel oils like the heavy, uh, fully synthetic or f- yeah, fully conventional. Yeah, put like the fifteen forty, yeah, whatever diesel yeah. oil in it, and it seems it. I mean, nothing's wrong. Yeah, so far, it's so fun. I'm so excited for the next bike ride, like a, a real bike ride. Yeah, where you're out, you know, I rode, I rode all the way to Norfolk, New uh, Virginia just by myself to get that part yeah that was crazy wasn't that like nine hours yeah it was like around that and i mean it was like it was really like four hours there four hours back but i stopped in uh at lake gaston yeah dipped in the water on the way back it's so nice and i found like i found a beer (laughs) and and i just like i was just in the water just like almost dead (laughs) but i was so happy yeah i was like so 
happy and so it it felt like it had cleared my mind like that that one day where i just rode my bike all day and and like the roads i was on were these awesome deep back roads through like virginia and north carolina yeah you just can't find that everywhere you know you gotta do a ride like that as soon as as soon as this bike's gone i'll be able to make the vulcan road fresh Yeah, she, you got to get some hasn't, tires on yeah, that Yeah, I was going to say, the funny thing is she hasn't been road ready kind of since I got her. Yeah. But I've got, I think, almost 5,000 miles on it since I got it. That's not bad. Which is, is pretty good. I am so, I don't know what those tires are made of, but they just, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like every time I ride, I'm like, get ready for a blowout. Yep, get yep. ready for a blowout. <laughs> I hate that feeling though. Oh, and it just never happens. Because if the front tire blows out, you're kind of like, it's down to luck ha- more than skill at that point. Yeah, you got to be ready. You can't grab that brake even for a second. You got to no. pull hard on your rear brake. Yeah, and just no, like hope. I, I've definitely I've limited uh, the riding, and I'm like I, I need to get make that a priority before yeah. I, I ride it again. Oh, and I found out, you know, I was like looking for those like phone holders type yeah, things, like yeah. the, the X Rams or whatever. Uh-huh. I can, my handlebars and my cables are perfectly set up where I can put my phone right on my kind of speedometer area. Yeah, and it just stays there, <laughs> so I can have my GPS up if I need just, to. It just you just set it there. Yeah. What if you go over like a bump? It doesn't. It fly doesn't out. fly out. That's and, weird. And there was a t- couple huge bumps that I had to put my thumb on it. <laughs> But but I'm going to so sketchy. I'm going to get okay, hear me out, hear me out. I'm going to get a little strip of velcro yeah. and put it on the side of my phone and then put it on the handlebars. Yeah. So, so I don't need one of those $90 mounts. No. I don't have the mount. It's not worth it. I'm ah dude, I, I just keep thinking about a trip. I want to do a trip so bad. I've only done two so far. I was going to say I don't I've done really any. No, there's so I've gone to fun. I've gone to Gaston that one time. That I I don't even count that. It's not far enough. Mm-hmm. It's like the, once you hit that, you know, you're really somewhere else, and you're just you and other people, or even if it's just you, are just on these bikes that you got all yeah. the way somewhere. You know, you're you're somewhere far away, and you all rode your bikes there. I want, I want a helmet. I love my helmet. Yeah, it does everything I need to do. It doesn't do it like make any weird noises. It's like it fits good. But I want a helmet that really isolates the wind noise. Yeah. Like, I know I, I wear my earplugs, but I don't really want to wear my earplugs. Yeah. I want to have a helmet that when you put it on, it's like freaking like a noise-canceling helmet uh-huh. or something like that. So I know what you mean, because my bike is loud. Yeah, my bike's really loud. Yeah. <laughs> I can't hear squat like at a light or anything. Like, if I'm trying to talk to someone, I know this wouldn't help with the helmet, but if I'm trying to talk to someone at a light, I can't I can't hear you. No, I can't hear anything either. <laughs> yeah, that is that is the one thing. Is It's so fun to have the loud bike. Because everybody's is, like... Yeah. It, like, even if you're at... Like, I love being at a stoplight and the, the light changes yeah. and they don't see and you just rev at them. And it's like... The, it's way faster than beeping in a car. They're just like, whoa, yeah. and they start going. They're like, what was that? The revving actually, or a loud bike is like, 
an extra safety feature. Yeah, and and there have been a lot of studies on that which say that it like might not be true, but I I feel like it's true. I don't know how it couldn't be true because you're making more noise. You're making so much noise and people notice you yeah. earlier and they know you're there. The frick study what that was that? I don't know. They try and you know, they try and make everything seem like it's not true with a study a peer reviewed mm, study to make your bike quieter we did a study yeah that's what they're they're trying to silence us yeah literally they can't silence my pipes no blah, 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 yeah. blah, 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 blah. i'll pipe them out yeah you i'll should. pipe it up pipe it up gosh i want to do something that bike but i don't know what yeah i'm working on right now i just ordered a uh handlebar risers from a different bike uh-huh. so my bars will come up a little bit more and i think i'm gonna order some forward controls for it so my feet stretch out a little bit more Mm -hmm. and that'll start to give me like a nicer like cruising position i think that's what i need is it's a better cruising position yeah because your back really starts to take it after about like an hour Mm -hmm. it really starts to burn but yeah i need to get one of those throttle locks that you got yeah and mine is the like it's just like the most simple one. But it works, it just clamps right? on it. Yeah, it works fine. And it, it makes a big difference because if you need to use your right hand for something, yeah, you can just click it on basically and just use your hand. That's that's what I want. It's like I'm I mean, I'm good at like whatever like casually holding it open, but like yeah. being able to take my shoulders down and yeah. like that would make a big difference. I need to I some new bars though when i'm up here you want to go for the apes i want some apes but i feel like i would need to change the style of the bike to get some apes on there yeah i need to do a couple things uh, make it ape worthy i need to get that big fairing in the front the big fairing and, and a, a big ass sissy bar yeah those cool ones yeah that'd be cool dude the bikes are so I can't. I keep saying it because it's so exciting. But I'm just so excited by the motorcycles. Mm-hmm. It's like my favorite thing about life so far. It's it's <laughs> definitely it's my favorite thing to drive on the road. Yeah. Bar none. Bar none. And the thing about it, the thing I know you say you have, I also have more fun on the dirt bikes. Yeah. But you can't like ride the dirt bikes every single day. No. No. So like. I'm kind of maximizing the fun meter yeah. because even if I just need to go run an errand, I'm having a lot of fun running an errand because you're riding the bike around. I feel like if I have to get in my pickup truck and go drive to the next town over and get something or return something or do some just BS, I'm like, oh, I'm going to use so much gas. It's going to be annoying. But if I have my bike, I'll just like strap the shit that I need yeah, to strap yeah, to my bike. And I'm exactly. like, I'm on my way. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm like, <laughs> it's like an adventure. It is every time. And like, oh, the more you ride, I know my thing that I preach is like, don't get too comfortable. Yeah. Like when I'm out on the road, I'm like, don't get too comfortable. But the more I ride, the more I'm more comfortable with doing like different maneuvers. Yeah. And it makes it more fun. It does make it more by, fun. By being more like confident and you're quicker with yeah. everything on the bike. It's like ah, just being like quick with a 700 pound machine. Yeah. Like 80 horses under you is just insane. And it's so much fun. It's, it's so, so much, much fun. fun. And you get like. One, yeah, once you get a little bit more confident like that, you get your 
and you have a couple experiences where you like oh shit experiences and, mm-hmm. you, and you handle them and you kind of figure out what that means and mm-hmm. then you start to get just it's it is it's way more fun mm-hmm. it's, it's like you know you can handle certain things oh. or you know where people tend to pop out or turn in front of you yeah you especially around here you kind of learn the roads yep i mean i've been r- driving them for so long that you kind of know where like the vulnerable spots are going to be yeah. and you know where yeah. you're kind of safe i i like that about riding around here but but riding those open roads is nice too. Dude, I had a I had a oh crap moment riding with Chandler. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I told you about this. But his you know how his bike's kind of stalling out cuz he never changes the battery yeah. or he's in too high of a, something's going yeah. on and I think he's in too high of a gear and he keeps stalling it out. Yeah. But we we're going on to 540 in Holly Springs. We we're getting on the on-ramp. And he's going around the turn, and he stalls out. Yeah. And I'm I'm going up the ramp, and I look back because I was like I saw him in my mirror. Yeah. And I just glanced, and then I look back, and he was stalled, and I was like, oh crap. And then I look forward, and I'm going off the road. Oh. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? So I I'm like actually like in the grass. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I was like, this is where you fall. Yeah. But I just like fortunately just was not going i was probably going like 40 and yeah. i went in the grass oh. and i was like my wheels were like sliding around a little bit oh. so i was like i just had to let it do what it wanted to do and then it ended up kind of down in the ditch a little bit and then i, I creeped her back up <laughs> i don't know how i didn't fall over it was crazy it's you know that's where it comes into the, just like the comfort level if you're comfortable enough like the bike wants to stay up yeah it's got spinning mass which wants to like gyroscopically keep you up yeah and it's got like it's going forward if you can just n- n- re- like not grab that front brake mm-hmm. and you can just let it do its thing it's all about the comfort mm-hmm. and that's where like riding a dirt bike my whole life comes into play because like you just learn how to handle certain stuff I yeah I think I think I survived because you guys make fun of me for not using my front brake on the dirt bike, <laughs> but I never do. Like whenever I get into oh crap yeah, moment, yeah. I stomp back brake. Yeah, but I just had enough like <laughs> intuition in my mind yeah. where I was going off the road. I like feathered the front brake just enough to get me to slow down. Uh-huh. And as soon as I hit the gravel, I let it go yep, and like yep. mash the back brake. Yep, and I. Turned out okay. It is cr- <laughs> it is crazy on the bike how quickly you can get going a different direction. Yeah. I I did the stupidest thing on my bike the other day. <laughs> I was in I, I was at a an intersection where the two left lanes are mm-hmm. turn lanes, mm-hmm. and then you have a straight lane and a straight and right lane. And I'm in the straight lane, and I think I'm in a turn lane. Like so sure I'm in the the rightmost turn lane. So so there's a double turn lane. You think you're in one I of them? I think I'm in the second one over okay. <laughs> because the lane thing is weird on a bike because you don't really feel like you're in a like rigid lane. You're just like I'm no, some, I'm somewhere in this lane. Yeah, I think, you don't right? feel like you're boxed in or anything. No, you, no. So and and I I realize pretty much as soon as I start going and I'm going around the turn that I'm in the straight lane, and I just kind of like merge in between the two cars and it was fine but i was like i was like and i had skipped a whole line of traffic doing it and i was like <laughs> see you can do that on a bike but it was it it kind of was a like a sobering like like oh i really need to stop drinking so much before i go right <laughs> <laughs> let me get over here 
<laughs> no, but it, it was like, I was just like, shit, I have to, I have to pay more attention to this lane thing on these bikes because yeah. it, it doesn't, you really don't feel like you're in a, a lane where you, like in your car, you can't move into different positions in a no. lane. I've got like 18 different positions I can ride at this intersection and I think I'm in one of the seven that turns mm-hmm. left and I'm not. Yeah. Being, <laughs> yeah. Being on a a motorcycle out there with the cars is a, just a different like world, mm-hmm. totally different world. When you're in the like, <laughs> people take for granted like being inside of a a big oh, metal yeah. box, yeah. Because people are just like staring at their phones, like listening to music and everything, and we're out there like, <laughs> it's <laughs> we're just driving yeah, to survive. Yeah. We're surviving. Yeah. It's like survival mode. Yeah, you don't like. <laughs> you get so many close calls on motorcycles. But they are like, they're easily detectable, and they're fairly easily avoidable. Mm-hmm. But you get a lot of them. Yeah. In my experience, like, not exactly close calls, but like people pulling out in front a lot of you. Of sketchy moments. Yeah, yeah. People not seeing you, but you know they don't see you, so uh-huh. you kind of like. Yeah. But in a car, it just wouldn't happen. I was driving at like it was like ten the other night, and this guy's on this adventure bike. And I'm trying to change lanes. Mm-hmm. And his bike just has two headlights that look like car headlights mm-hmm. that are far away. Yeah. So it looked like a car that was really far away in my mirror. Yeah. And and it, I, you know, I'm I'm going to change lanes. I got my my turn signal on. I'm kind of like moving over. Mm-hmm. And, and I just like all of a sudden my the optical illusion of the car far away yeah. turns into that's a bike right there. And it, it, I was, I just like moved back over into my lane. I'd only come over like a, a hair. Yeah. And he saw me doing the whole thing. He was yeah. behind me. He knew like, okay, yeah. he was taking care of himself, but it was still such a, like, it made me f- like feel bad because I ride. So yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like, I almost, like, I would have hit a, a bike on hit bike. A bike. That almost never happens. A bike on bike. No, I was in, no, I was in a car. Oh, oh, I was oh, in a car. oh, you're in your car. Yeah. Okay. But the bike on bike thing is funny. I thought you were on your bike. Yeah. No, I was in a car, so I, I, was, I was like, like one of the. I was like, that's weird. No, I, and I was so like upset that I almost went into yeah. his lane, and he just stayed behind the whole time until I stopped, and then he passed me. He was like, yeah. I'm not dealing with this dumbass. But his but like it, it wasn't just like the one headlight, and it wasn't like two round headlights. It looked like a car from the front. It was so weird. Yeah. Which I don't I don't like that because. They do that. I I think that's those are on like the the BMW adventure bikes. That must have been. What I mean, it a was. lot of the newer adventure bikes yeah. have the like you have the like the YZs or the not the YZs but the the M- Tenere the, the MTs. Oh yeah. And the new sport bikes like that, they have they have one on, and then when their bright's gone, there's two. Yeah. But some of the like the cruisings will just have the two on all the time. It just riding at night is a such a different animal. Dude, I want an adventure bike so bad. Me too. Because like that like kind of takes I mean, you can have more fun on a dirt bike on the dirt, but like you can take an adventure bike on the dirt. There's a I think it's called the Tat. Tat? T A T? Yeah, let me see. Look up T. Tat. Trans it's like Trans America. Let me do trail. I want one so bad. Trans America Trail. Is a cross country adventure ride. It's like it's a trail that goes. You look at it. It goes all the way across America, and you can start over at the beach. It's a trail ride. Yeah. 
What you can run all. You can go all the way to Nevada or Oregon on the side of the thing. <laughs> Nevada, <laughs> and, and it's like most of it is. Uh, it's like off road. I think you can ride it on a regular dirt bike. I don't think it has to be like. Yeah. There's a couple like service roads. Dude, that looks like so much fun. Can you imagine riding a dirt bike across the country? Yes. Me too. Yes, I can. <laughs> Me too. I've done so many stupid things, and this this sounds like the next stupid thing. You'd have to have like to you'd really have to modify out that bike to have like all your tools, like a whole change of I mean, tubes. Yeah, I would just get a, a giant a, gas tank. I want one of those Africas. The Africa. Twins. I want the Africa twin. We get a couple Africa twins. Mm-hmm. We do the Trans America Trail. Gosh, after this also, summer, I should have a lot of money. Oh yeah, yeah. This is when the the, biz, the business picks up a little bit. Yeah, I want to do on my street bike. I want to start start in North Carolina mm-hmm. and come down around the southern states, and then maybe come up kind of up here. I want to hit the like down around north or like the united states Uh i want to ride the pacific coast highway Uh, up california and then i want to come up through like up here and even maybe come (laughs) up through canada a little bit oh that would be such a fun ride it would be like you'd have to plan like a month and a half you know what i want to do before we do the yeah the whole the (laughs) trans-american trail yeah get this we start in our little rally. Yeah. We take the back roads down through South Carolina, Georgia. Yeah. Into Florida. We take the, there's a highway, I forget what it's called, along the coast. Yeah. All the way down through Miami. And then there's that like <laughs> 200 mile bridge out to Key West. No way. Yeah. I want to, I want to do that. I was thinking about doing that in a car just to go to Key West. It's a 200 mile bridge. Look at, look at, wait, where's the map? Is there Look at um, a map. are there gas? Is there can you get gas in the um Yeah. On the bridge? Um I don't know. It's my bike I don't think my bike I'm would not, do two hundred sure. miles. I might be exaggerating two hundred miles. It's probably like it's su- it's a super long bridge, yeah. Go all the way down to the the handle. So you go through Miami Whoa. and then this is the the bridge. I mean that's just a long bridge there, but it goes all the way there's a one highway that goes all the way to Key West. Damn. Dude, wouldn't that be insane? Yeah, there's probably like little gas stations over here. I'm sure. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can hit all the keys. That would be so much fun. You know how crazy that would be? Yeah. And we could even um, up a little bit up north. We could like avoid Miami because there's, I think, yeah, 95 goes all the way. Yeah. We could avoid Miami and like dip into the Everglades a little bit. Yeah, it would be crazy. I would also just riding through Miami would be freaking cool too. Though. It would be really cool. But yeah, West that night that ninety five goes all the way down the coast. Oh my gosh! And then riding up through like oil country and in, in mm-hmm. Texas, I would love to ride through like New Mexico or Colorado. New Mexico is crazy. Like the northern part of New Mexico is really pretty. The yeah. the like forty where forty goes, it's like kind of middle right here. Yeah, that's forty. And that kind of sucks. Yeah. It kind of sucks. But going up here uh-huh. through whatever that toes, 
Farmington. I heard that's super pretty because that's yeah. all mountainous and it kind of goes in Colorado. But I would want it to be like, at this point, I'll have to have a, a different bike for that. I, there's no way I'm doing it on a small bike. I want like a big full dresser, like big bike mm-hmm. with hard bags and a, a stereo and like navigation on stereo. it. Stereo? Oh, yeah. yeah. Going oh. like fully getting it done. This bike. This is a, this podcast is bike talk. Yeah, it is. That bike talk, that bike talk. There was this one bike that they showed me. It was a, uh, it's a victory. Is it a Magnum? Yeah, look at this bike. Oh, wow. This is the victory Magnum. It's got like the uh, navigation and everything and it's got the stereo. Dude. Look at that thing. That thing is a beast. I want to ride to like, like one of the big bike weeks. Yeah. What? What's the big? What's that big like one? The Daytona Bike Week. What's the one in? Uh, is it Myrtle Beach? Is it North Dakota? The bit like the biggest one. Let me look it up. I forget what it's called. <laughs> That'd be so bad to the bone. Daytona Bike Week is big. Myrtle Beach. Los Sturge. Siena. I'm talking about Sturgis. Sturgis yes, yeah. Sturgis. Oh, Daytona looks good. One of those four pictures, a couple of nice broads. Yeah, it does. The the um the Harley broads. The Harley broads. The biker hoes are crazy. They whoa! Click on that picture. Click on that picture. Oh, it's so small. Bike week. What? <laughs> Yo, he's got some bongos on. His he head. does have the bongos. No, but that'd be crazy to ride. That would be crazy. People die every year in this. It's awesome. Ride to survive. It's just like choppers everywhere. Like this dude pulls up. Oh my God. He puts everyone to shame. (laughs) Yeah, we got to do it. I want to do it. We can start with the Myrtle Beach one because it's close. Okay. They have regular bike week and then like the next week they have black bike week and it's like what do you mean it's black just, uh, like just, mostly black people they call it black no bike week? no no bike. that thing is freaking sweet <laughs> let me see um we got to get some cuts for our transamerica trail ride yeah we got to get some nice leather vests that say like yeah like something like bros yeah yeah <laughs> we got to make sure because I would love to do that. I want to get like the vest and put, yeah. uh, put some name on it and have like a an MC or whatever. Just but make sure we're not. You have to make sure you don't make it look like you're part of any of the other ones, yeah. or they will like seriously mess you up if they find you and you you look like you're repping. Like if you just put on like a one percenter vest and you had like some big name, uh-huh. like if you had like the, the Hell's Angels, Hell's Angels on, yeah. and someone who was part of that saw you, good luck. What if they, do they know everyone in the club? No, but they can figure it out real quick. They can figure it out. They'll stop you and they'll, and they also they're like, if it's, the worst thing is if you find somebody who's like enemies with the Hells Angels. Ooh, true. Because then you're riding alone and it looks like you're like doing like scouting for some whatever. They do like serious crime in a lot of these motorcycle groups. It's like GTA. It really Bike. It's like our heist. We just show up and there's like biker gangs everywhere. Oh That'd be God. so awesome. How do you? Is it just like a meetup or is it a ride? It's I don't know. But when I was I was in Myrtle Beach for Black Bike Week, <laughs> I, I was in. Oh my God! 
Look at uh, that bike. She's like 60 years old. She's just photoshopped in there. But look yeah. at that bike. Yeah. The Bling Master. That. Let's see. Myrtle Beach Bike Week. I'm sure it happens during the summer. It's Bike Week. And then there's... Uh, <laughs> Dude, Myrtle Beach Bike Week is probably so scuffed. It oh is. Well, I was there. I was there, and it was just the amount of bikes everywhere was awesome. I was so excited. And we got a really good deal on our hotel because it was like... Because <laughs> it was Bike Week. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to pee. That's so funny, dude. I got to take a dog. <laughs> okay. So, okay, I looked it up. Black Bike Week. Which, this is the Wikipedia page, is, is Black Bike Week. And it <laughs> says, Black Bike Week, also called Atlantic Beach Bike Fest and Black Bikers Week. It's an <laughs> annual motorcycle rally in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina area, held on Memorial Day weekend, blah, blah, blah. It's about riding, styling, and profiling. <laughs> it's the largest African-American motorcycle rally in the U.S. And it's, the other one is called the Harley-Davidson Week. It's like the week before. Yeah. It's mostly white. And, and what the heck? so it's like a bunch of guys on Harley show up and then a bunch of black guys on high abuses, literally <laughs> like the picture. Is, oh my God, it is. There's a bunch of them on high abuses and a bunch of them on like modded out Harleys. What what if that's when we were there? What if a white guy goes to the black bike week? I think you can like, I don't. And, and you can obviously like you could be a black oh, person. There's a going white guy. To, yeah. It, it's just. Oh, it, it's all sports bikes. <laughs> it's not. All, it's not even all sports bikes. There's there are like. Some Ooh. modded out Harleys. There's there's definitely some Harleys there, but it's a lot more sports bikes. But and yeah, like you could go like we should go to Black Bike Week. Honestly, we shouldn't mess with the Harley Davidson Week. You think? I think it'd be f- way funnier. It would be w- yeah, yeah. For the meme, FTD goes to Black Bike Week. <laughs> we start asking. <laughs> kind of racist questions <laughs> that'd be so funny just so many people and then south carolina you don't have to wear a helmet so like none of them are wearing helmets they're just all cruising and the music coming off these bikes when i went it was like most of them looked like harleys and they yeah. all had like super loud audio systems Huge on them sound systems. and they were so loud like and it was all these people were playing their music at the same time yeah it's all different music I don't, I don't think i would wear a helmet either if i was at black bike week yeah if you're going around like just cruising around just kind of slow no through this shot no <laughs> shot i'm wearing it can you imagine going to black bike week would be so fun when when is it a memorial day it's coming up isn't it i think so isn't it memorial day is first and then labor days after oh, that would be so fun just to just <laughs> I would ride down there. Hey, that's not that far. No. Was it like three hours? I think so. <laughs> we could get Adam coming with us too. <laughs> we might not want to bring Adam. We might, we might not <laughs> want to bring we Adam. We might not want to bring him. <laughs> <laughs> his bike's pretty... His bike is shaping up. It is. I got to say, is. I saw a picture of it recently. And he got... He put that thing on that you brought him. The big, yep, yep, the yep. big bar. It looks pretty sweet on that bike. Yeah, that bike is pretty nice. With the short shots. The short shots sound so Are good. Cool. Did he wrap them? Did he wrap them in something? No, they're that's just how they look. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, the bikes. 
Gotta get it. If you don't have a motorcycle, you should get one. Yeah, I agree. If you have a moped and it's not court ordered, you should get a motorcycle instead. Yeah, again, welcome to Bike Talk today. It really has been. We've gone over trucks. We've gone over bikes. Yeah. I don't think anything else. <laughs> Bicycles. Bicycles, yeah. Decathlutrons. Yeah, decathlutrons. Um, the Decepticon you're doing in April. The Decepticon, yeah, the Decepticon I'm doing. And then we, we went from that to my tires are bald on your bike. And then that segued into <laughs> Just 40 minutes of bike, <laughs> bike times. Oh my. I I don't I don't know what else to talk about. Our best Instagram clip of all time is it Colby's? Is Colby on sitting on the uh, yeah, on the bike on the Vulcan? It's got um. I'm trying not to play the song because it'll get taken off YouTube. It's got six thousand eight hundred and twelve plays. That's so good. Seven hundred and forty-three likes, three comments, one share, and eleven saves. That's so good. It's crazy that that many people are just watching it. And I constantly get notifications on my phone, like every day, at least two people like it. That's so cool. It's so funny, and the rest of them did like pretty well. The rest of the like shorts I've posted uh-huh. did really w- pretty well, but not close to the one of him just on the motorcycle. Wow. People like motorcycles. People do like motorcycles. Uh, and there's no reason not to, unless you're scared. True. You think if you're scared, you probably uh, don't like them. <laughs> but, you know. Even people who are deathly afraid of them uh-huh. love them and get them. Yeah. Like, I, I, I was. See, go ahead. I was a little bit scared to get on the road at first. Yeah. And then you just do. But I'm talking even to the people who don't know. <laughs> like, I've seen so many posts. People are like, I'm deathly afraid of this motorcycle, but I love it. And I, <laughs> I don't know how to ride. And it's my first it's a, it's bike. It's 1,000. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's what Chandler is. Oh. With his CB300R. Oh, I want to ride with him so bad. Tearing I it up. Yeah. Just the stories of stalling out around the turns and stuff is so funny. It's so funny to be a new rider. I know. I've never. I don't know. I don't remember what it was like to be a new rider. Me neither. Because I was because of the seven. Di- the dirt. Yeah, the yeah. dirt bikes. Oh man! Before that, it was quads. So it kind of transferred over. I've never really been a quad guy. I've, I've, my mom has a quad that I don't really touch because I almost broke my heel on it the one time I rode Dude, it. The quads they're just too rigid. They're so rigid. They f- they want to flip over. They're mm-hmm. they're like unpredictable. They steer all over the place. Yeah. On a bike, you could just go. It's so much better. It is so much better. But that one um at your uncle's house, it's not a quad, but the side by side. The side by side. Yeah. That thing is awesome. That thing's a beast. The I did not expect it. The suspension is awesome. Yeah. It's like you barely feel anything while you're in there the i would i could see like getting into those oh yeah the side by side the side by sides are really cool but the quads are they just don't feel right the side by sides are like insanely expensive though because yeah. they break parts all the time if you really um, ride them hard they break yeah. they bust suspension and driveline parts all the time and I you just have to that. keep on top of them so do those big jacked up four-wheelers yeah true those are ridiculous I don't even know how they, how like it it drives the wheels. I don't either. Well, you see them like it has to be like a ninety large. degree, ninety degree drive shaft. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's they're a mess. I don't understand. That's why I'm excited to go back to Busco Beach. <laughs> the lurch. Lurching. They just lurch forward. That's a funny Busco word. Busco Beach is so funny because there's all the rednecks show up on all their vehicles that shouldn't even be running. I know. There's so... The like lack of motorcycles at Busco Beach is crazy. Yeah. I want to bring my lawnmower there so bad. Oh, you should. Once I get it going. I've got a throttle pedal for it that just showed up. So uh-huh. I'm going to have a throttle and a clutch and a sort of a brake. I watched, I just finished the video before we started this. Oh, yeah? It's a good freaking video. Oh, yeah. I'm, that That is, it's so funny that the mowers, I've put so much effort into trying to get that mower working, and it's just still not working. I know. You really cleaned up the whole valve system. Yeah, it it looks a lot nicer, and it, yeah, but it won't start now, and I think it's because my valves are not adjusted right. Oh, really? It's like super high compression, and I think if you adjust the valves perfectly, it decompresses it a little bit while it's trying to start. Oh, okay. So it's like it won't start. It's like when you do that. That was pretty good. I think that noise is pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah that exactly, exactly is what it's doing. <laughs> so, well. It's been like an hour and a half. That's pretty good. Solo pod talks a lot about motorcycles, motorcycles, a little bit about pickup trucks, a little bit about bicycles. Next time we'll have some more interesting little things bit to about, say. Little bit about <laughs> um, uh, diacathalon. Nah, I'm doing more research on uh, the Masons and stuff like that. The, so, the, the Freemasons. The Freemasons. Yeah, and for what of, reason? Because my step-uncle is one of them, and I heard some, like, bizarre stuff over my vacation about them. Yeah. And so I wanted to learn more about them, so I've been reading, and it's getting to a crazy spot, but I don't want to talk about it until I really know. Okay. Like, I mean, there's no really, like, like objective facts out there about it, (laughs) but there are some conspiracies. There's a lot of conspiracies about it, and I want to... Okay. I want to get, you know, fluent yeah. fluent in my conspiracy theories. Good. Well, we can have a, a whole pod about just the Freemasons. Yeah, next week, next week. <laughs> <laughs> next week's coming up because we're not we're going to be out of town. When are you leaving next uh, week? Oh, shoot. Um Shoot. Or this week. Thursday, I think. Okay, so it'll be in the next 3 days. Yeah. I'll get to going. I'll okay. Get, get, get some research going. Gotta know this. This and next one are gonna be my the next, the last two like sober pods. <laughs> You're going right back in. You haven't like, you haven't changed your mind. No, I'm not gonna do. I'm waiting until the third of March. Okay. Because then no one can give me shit for saying I picked the shortest yeah, the shortest month. month. And then are you going? Are you going full bore back in? Or are you doing no, just no, weekdays or gonna, just weekends? I'm gonna maintain it better get it more yeah. more strict don't uh, you feel better yeah they, they yeah i definitely yeah on the alcohol front yes on the on the caffeine front i don't know if i want to go back to like every day but i feel like i probably will i miss the caffeine so much yeah but it's nice just listen to the the huberman podcast about the caffeine you did all right just listen to it oh yeah because it's not like Let's just say he drinks caffeine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our Lord and Savior drinks caffeine. Okay. Well, all right. 
Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. See you later.